Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey. I have a very, very special guest. I've known him for quite a while now, I think. Probably the whole of this year before COVID happened. But I wanted to get this guy on because there's a lot of exciting things happening. And I want to give you a little bit of an insight into next year and what's going to be happening. So welcome, Darren, from FitX to the podcast. How are we? I'm good. That was a nice introduction. Thanks. I do try. I do try. To be fair, we have been speaking for a good 10 minutes before this. And then I was like, oh, we actually need to press record. <laughs> Whoops. But no, it's yeah. all good. Yeah, no, I'm good. And thank you for um, inviting me on. I'm very honoured and very flattered. And um, yeah, you've been an integral part of what we're about from day one, really. You kind of, I think Matt from Build and Bake put yep. me on to you, didn't he? Yeah. And then you talked about having a stand. And I remember you ringing me and you had a long conversation with 100 questions about the stands. And then since then, yeah, you've, um, you, you've, you've been to our events and you've been to our promo video, which is going to be out soon. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Very soon, yeah. I think, I think, when are we now? Yeah, probably next week we're going to release that, which is good. And um, yeah, you've been a, part, a big part of it. And then obviously now you are one of our headline sponsors for our Fit X Federation. Okay, well. and can we just say, guys, there is a bodybuilding show named after my brand, What the Hell, the compact classic. Like, when I announced that, I've been wanting to, right, Darren does this. He tells me something really juicy that I can't say anything for a good, like, two months. I'm like, mm. so... I yeah I'm like even like, I'm honoured that you want like the you know a bodybuilding show to be called the Compact Classic, which is going to be on the fifth of June in my hometown. So buzzing. And also, yeah. I had no idea about all the stand things. So yeah, well, on that first phone call, I was asking some really silly questions about like plug sockets and all the fun stuff. But you were very very accommodating. So oh, <laughs> Do- I don't know about that. I still don't fully know the answers about plug sockets. That's what I've learned in this world of expos, and I'm not. I am new to this, by the way, in terms of putting on an event like this because it's just grown. But the electrics is an absolute nightmare. It costs a fortune. Yeah. Um, you'd expect like a big room to just have loads of plugs. So it doesn't work like that. It, they have to kind of channel down mains and they're like yeah, silly money. So that's why expos, they do charge quite a lot for the electric. So that makes sense now. That makes sense. But start yeah. off with like where, like, like who is Darren? Because mainly people might not know who you are. Talk about your background and how you've come to the place that you're at now with FedEx. Because even from when we first started, it's developed. It's come on so much from when we first started. So kind of give a little bit of like an intro. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, if I waffle, just tell me because I do. I proper go off point. I get told about off about this all the time. That's right. So I'll try and start. So I'm a normal fella. I have been involved as a fan more than anything for many years. I've done everything what normal people do. You start going to the gym because you want to look good and all that kind of stuff done various sports but I kind of love bodybuilding that's my thing I've, I remember going to body power from day one I queued up every year and, and met all the guys I competed myself three times I wasn't very good but I have done that so I've kind of I know what it's like to go through that what, um, did, you do? what did I do yeah <laughs> so my first show was in 2013 so I I used training I've moved around to various gyms but the gym that I was at did their own in-house show first and it was in uh, Tamworth, which is where I live. And Rich Oxley was actually going to be one of our judges. He owned the gym and he wanted to just do an in-house show. And I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Oh, you know, I'm not big enough and my legs are rubbish and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, we signed up. And there's 26 of us, would you believe, in one gym that did this show. And um, 
I was pretty much the only one who didn't use Rich to get me ready. I used Jason Corrick, who at the time was Mr. Universe, Mr. Britain, and he'd done various things. And so we used to go up to Nottingham and train with Jace. And I suppose I thought I had the advantage because he was so good. And um, and yeah, I went through that prep and I, it broke my heart and I came fourth. And it, it, and I just, in my head, I thought, no, I'm better than that. And But anyway, it came fourth in that. But the plan was to do the NABBA show then afterwards, which I never did. So the following year, I grew a little bit, probably put on a pound. And then um, I did the uh, IBFA Midland show. And then I went to the British finals in Gateshead and, uh, and I did that as well. Was you what, what category? Yeah, classic, classic bodybuilding. So I, yeah, I didn't want to do physique. I wanted to be a bodybuilder, but then I kind of wasn't big enough to be a big boy. And kind of people said I had a classic-ish look minus the muscles. So yeah, so yeah. I, and But part of the reason I built the, well, we'll go on to that in a minute, but the Masters Classic at FedEx is because no one really does that. And for me now, I'm now 40. Mm. Hard to believe, I know. You look good for your age, though. It's all good. Uh, yeah, maybe. From the neck down, when I'm in shape, I'm all right, but not from the other. But the stress <laughs> the stress of this has made me very... But yeah, so Masters Classic is 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 why I kind of got that, because I can't go up against a 25-year-old lad and Josh Kinsey and all these guys, because they're just too good. So I thought if I ever do it again, I could always do that class. Um, so yeah, ultimately, I'm a fan. I've, bodybuild, I've done that. I've helped people with diets and stuff as well. I've helped people get ready a little bit as well. Whether it was just... And yeah, I, I liked I liked doing that. I've, and then I was involved in the background. I helped um, one of the biggest federations in the UK. So I gained a lot of experience doing that. I was with the PCA in the background for a long time. So if you've competed with them, I'm sure you've I've met you along the way. I used to kind of help backstage and run all that kind of stuff and set up shows and drive the van around. And then I kind of helped out through that, through body power as well. So not directly for body power, but I used to help through a gym that I trained at and looking after a lot of the high-end athletes. So for me as a fan, it was amazing because I remember like with Kai Green going to Boots at Fort Dunlop in Birmingham, walking around Boots with Kai Green. This is one of my heroes. Yeah. And we were looking for this, uh, it's called Magic Shave, Magic Shave, which is basically like Nair or Veet, which we have over here. Hair removal cream because Kai can't use razors. So I'm in, I'm in the aisles of Boots with this animal of a man and I'm pinching myself thinking what the hell am I doing like this is one of my idols and I'm in boots looking for hair removal cream and it was just very bizarre so yeah I've looked after him and Dana Lynn Bailey and Rob and Brian Shaw and Flex Lewis and Dallas McIver god bless him and all these people and I suppose through doing that I just even loved it more mm. so we used to drive them I'd pick them up from Gatwick Heathrow this that, the other. I used to talk to them and I got to know a few of them and and I suppose the last body power I was at, I, I asked the question a couple of times. I said, like, you know, if there was something else, would you? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I thought about this for a long time and I put the idea out to a few people and they were like, no, it won't work. It's rubbish. Silly idea, blah, blah, blah. And I always thought, well, no, because I've gone a body power and I've loved it. And I've been buzzing when I've come out of it to go to another one. But there has never been another one and, until the following May. And I thought, well... What if there was? And the plan was originally just do one day, one haul. I picked Liverpool because it was nowhere near Birmingham. So it didn't kind of step on body power's toes. I picked the opposite end of the year so it didn't step on body power's toes. And um, 
And Liverpool's just a really cool city. It's a young city. It's got great nightlife. It's got hundreds of gyms, like well, not hundreds, but it's got sixty plus gyms around the area. Which, as you know, with with what's gone on recently, it's it's they've showed how passionate they are about that. Yeah. So we picked the the venue and we picked the idea. You know, I, I went through kind of ideas what I wanted, and it's just grown into what it's become. And it's now kind of a full weekend. It's been moved, obviously, to April because of what's going on. Tenth, eleventh of April, twenty one, and. Um, We've got a seminar on the Friday night. We've announced 21 athletes now. We've got seven competitions now between bodybuilding and model search and strongman and strong woman and calisthenics. And it's amazing. So it's, yeah. Did that kind of answer your question? Pretty much, pretty much. But yeah, originally it was just going to be, it was going to just be the strong classic, wasn't it? If I'm correct. Well, it wasn't going to be any originally. If I, if I'm honest with myself, when I first thought of this idea, I genuinely thought another one or two federations would just say, yeah, we'll do that. And they didn't. And I was like, oh, okay, no one wants to be involved. And I suppose like, it was like, you know, people don't want to change and do something different. And, and then we kind of spoke to a few people and, and then Rick from Strom came on board and he was like, well, we could do our own. I was like, yeah, we could. Yeah. And I thought, well, I can run shows cause I've done that. And, you know, Okay, let's think about what we do. And we assembled a judging panel and, and we added on the rent of the auditorium at the Liverpool venue, which is amazing. Like, it is amazing. The space there and it's a 1,300-seater stadium and it's just so cool. And then that was all ticked and, and we kind of looked at what prizes we could have and all that kind of stuff. And, and I just wanted it to make sure it was a better venue than everyone. It was better judges, better prizes and something different and then since then it's just evolved and we've become what we are now and obviously we'll go into that in a minute but it was never the plan it was never the plan to do a federation it was never the plan to put on my own show i genuinely thought some of the federations would say yeah i'll have a bit of that because what i wanted to do really was not about money for me i mean yes of course i want to have money and and of course everyone wants to but i've got a full-time job i've got a family it wasn't about money it was about i'll give you the space to put a show on and that you know, I just want that as a as an attraction to my expo. But it is what it is, and it's grown to what it is. And and um, yeah, NFM UK announced the other day. Obviously, they haven't been on board. Like Suki's been brilliant, and and he is now. So he's on the Saturday, and we're on the Sunday. So that's cool. So we've got two federations effectively, and two opportunities for people who are in shape to jump in. And why the hell not? So yeah, that's that's going to be happening as well. So that's going to be really good for people, especially if you are like a first timer yeah. as well go into like two different shows experiment with different looks experiment with posing all that sort of thing and the categories are going to be quite like varied as well across like yourself and with it next fitness model it's not as if it's exactly the same no. like doing the two very very separate like categories with some cool crossovers so i think for like a competitor's point of view it is going to be really really fun it is going to be really, really fun and there's going to be obviously like myself like george is going to be there as well like oh it's mad. It's, it's so, so exciting, especially from like where you've come from and just kind of touching as well. And you mentioned about like, like federations maybe being a bit cold and stuff like I'll, I'm always honest on this podcast. Like when I first started Compact, I was very surprised as well with not every federation at all, but a couple were a little bit, I think they take a while. Like they won't kind of come straight away. Like sometimes it took a couple of federations on my end to kind of start to go, oh, okay, we know what you are now. Now we'll kind of get involved. So, yeah, I always remember when Matt kind of mentioned, he, he just said, Darren's a really nice guy. I think you guys would get on. I think you should get in there. I was like, yeah, go on then. <laughs> it just started. Still haven't had, I still haven't had a brownie off him, you know? You not? Not one, no. All the, and that introduction as well, he definitely owes you. 
But yeah, I mean, look, it's not, I'm not going to come on here and bed bash and all that nonsense because that's not what it's about. But I also do think it's important to be honest. And I think I gained a lot of experience with them and I'm very thankful for that. Massively thankful for that. I met a lot of amazing people mm. and amazing athletes. And, and I learned a lot. Like, you know, I was backstage. I judged at one or two as well. And uh, I was always kind of one of the guys that if I'd looked at you at the back, I'd be like, oh, hang on a minute. I don't think you're, I remember famously, I don't know, he's not famous, Johnny, but he's a lovely chap from Liverpool, Johnny. And um, he came out and he was huge. And I was looking at him, I was like, mate, you ain't a muscle model. And he was like, do you not think? I said, not a chance, mate, no. And I remember Scott Francis got him ready. And literally I was asked to go and teach him bodybuilding pose in the toilet. So I'm standing in the toilets with this unit. Love it. I said, right, you need, tr- you need shorts, mate. You need trunks, you can't wear them. And I was like, right. So we had to get him a pair of trunks. So one of the lads gave him their spare pair of trunks. That was nice. And um, and then I had to go through the mandatory pose. And he went out and he won the show. And um, he now is, what's his second name, Johnny? He's such a lovely chap. Anyway, I'll, it'll come to me. But he now has gone on and he's won loads of stuff with NABA, with PCA, with everyone. And but what I'm trying to say is, I'm not, I'm not taking credit for that at all, by the way, that Johnny won any of them shows. Although my posing was top notch. <laughs> um, but I was the guy at the back that said, I'll say, I'll look at you and I'll go, no, you ain't, you ain't. Tone figure, love. You're you're trained. You know you're. You know I'm going to move you if that's okay. And we we never move people for the fun of it. We move people because it was the right thing to do to move you into the category that you are that you best fit. You know, there's no point if you're a if you're a 65 year old fella and you fancy having a crack at at, at class three, then when you actually why don't we put you in masters overs because you'll fare better in that. Then it just makes sense. Whereas some people. Never really understood that when you had fellas who were in the late 40s, but they still jumped in when you've got a master's there that you could potentially get into. But then sometimes people just want to mix it in with the bigger classes and, and win amongst 10 or 20 people rather than five or six. So, but yeah, ultimately I learned a lot with that Fed. I'm not bashing. It is what it is. We've moved on. We have become, and we've launched, as you can see now on, on the gram and everything, we're launching now and all these shows. We announced the Welsh today. I believe you've just said on the gram. You're so cool. Oh, I'm too old for that, aren't I? I can't say. How did I say that? I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, so we announced the Welsh today. So that is the fifth, sixth show, sixth show, fifth, fifth or sixth um, show. And uh, you've got Paul on the. Oh no! Now my brain's getting a bit right. No, Paul- we have Paul Lighthouse. So the first one is the FitEx Supplement Needs South Coast. So yeah. that is in Paul Lighthouse, amazing venue, South Coast of UK. Hasn't been a bodybuilding show down there for a long time since the UKBFF Portsmouth that Luke would have won a few years ago, but God bless him. We are going to give a nod to Luke Sandow at that show as well, because it, it, it's, it is the right thing to do. It's quite, it's obviously quite soon after at the minute, but by next year, please God, we'll be able to do that. We then move up to the expo where we have the Strong Classic, the next Strong Classic. We then have the Leeds, which is Inside Supplements. Uh, and, and all of these shows and where we're different, well, we're different in many ways, and we'll talk about that, but they are all sponsored by that relevant brand, and when I say sponsored, you win a full sponsorship with that brand. So that's really cool. Uh, male and female overalls. And there's also like a wildcard opportunity as well for people as well. There's other little sponsors as well that are going to be giving a few bits away as well. And there'll be various brands along the way. But the headline sponsor, so the Compact Classic, you will be there. And, and obviously, but also we want people to come to you as well. I mean, the reason I wanted you on board massively was, A, you were lovely to me. You said yes from day one. You were one of the first brands to say yes. Was and that- I don't... Well, yeah, one of them. Yeah, you were in the mix of the first few. You were one of them, yeah. And I don't forget that. Like, that's important for me because a lot of brands have said no. And then now they've come back round and said, oh, can I have a go 
can I have a stand, please? And I'm like, oh, hang on a minute, mate. You didn't want one six months ago. So you find that with people, but because we've grown, I like the fact that a lot of people took a punt on me in the beginning and trusted me. And we're now, you know, I thought we'd get 35 brands at Fair Expo and we're now at 98. Um, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, which is amazing. So, yeah, got a good one last night, you know. I bet you know these because you're, you're female and you kind of know your shit. Girl, girl clothing, America, G-R-R-L. No, you don't even know. I have heard of them. I have heard of them. 150,000 followers on Instagram. It's the it's run by Courtney, who famously did that video where she crushes a melon between her legs. Yes. Yeah, she's lovely. Courtney Olsen, I think it is. So they've never been in the UK before. Never, ever, ever. Awesome. And apparently they've got a huge following over here. So, um, yeah, I mean, she's got like 100 and, well, 200 nearly thousand followers. And Cash. she used to be a, um, yeah, she competed multiple times and stuff. So, so, yeah, they're coming. So that was good. We got them last night, which is brilliant because that's another international brand. Where do you see things going? Like, if you could have like the perfect five year plan, where would you see it all going? I see it all every day. I know exactly where I want it to go. I have focus. So we are going to, the FedEx Federation, which again was never a plan. The FedEx Federation will be one of, I'm going to say one of, I'm going to say the best because it's cocky. I want it to be the one of the, the best federations that you can compete in in the UK with better prizes than anyone else and better opportunities and you know, and again, not Fed bashing, but I want it to be the strongest federation. In addition to that, we will put on an amazing expo every year, at least once a year, potentially twice a year, but at least once a year. I think with the climate the way it is, the Arnold Classic's coming, which is brilliant. That for me is even more exciting. I don't see it as competition at all. I'm not, I, I can't compete in terms of monetary levels with Arnold Classic's. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger, isn't it? But the point is, that for me is another group of highly engaged customers going to something that we all share the passion in. Whether you go to the gym once a week, twice a week, go to Muay Thai, do, do Pilates, do yoga, it doesn't matter. You're all, we're all in the same crew. And I think it's massively important that you've got more than body power a year. So there is room for body power. There is room for Fit Expo. There's room for the Arnold. There is room for all of this. As long as we're all not within the same week or two or two weeks, yeah. uh, then it, there's no issue. So, so I'm being smart and I'm planning it out. In addition to that, I'm already planning a big strength event. So this is a higher level competition, both male and female, which will be effectively like a strong men slash powerlifting comp, bringing the two together. Not me out because I can't lift much, but I'll be there, I'll support and I'll be, yeah, I'll feel yeah. around all the strong people. And then um, in addition to that, we're looking at doing a big CrossFit event as well. So ultimately the plan for me is a brilliant expo every year, a brilliant bodybuilding federation that will have no more than 10 shows a year. So we've got eight booked for year one. I'm happy with that. I don't want to be 15, 20 a year. I, I, it's unmanageable. And also, I think for me, it takes the shine of it. I think you, you have yeah. some solid, credible shows. Giving everyone else the room as well, because it's the right thing to do. And then having a really solid strength event once a year and a really solid CrossFit event. So then I'm kind of ticking all the boxes for all the all the areas. But then in addition to that, Jazz, what I want to do is the things that we'd be doing. You know, you were down at Crayford Waits in London. I see keep saying it's London. Not even London, is it? It's near London. Seriously, I lost my voice for a week after shouting numbers for like a good two hours. <laughs> but like that was ace. Like I love that. And I'm really glad that you came down and all the other brands and the ambassadors that came. And for those that are listening who didn't know what I'm on about, there's a 12 minute video on our Instagram and there's also a, a bloopers video. And we did we did two world records and we benched and we deadlifted. And 
but above all that, we we had a community day. We had a day where everyone just came together. Yeah. And and similar to Liverpool, where everyone just ate together and everyone just trained together and everyone just had fun together. So across the year, then there will be multiple things that we'll do like that as well. Whether that's a round table discussion about mental health, whether that's a workshop on squat technique, whatever it is, we'll have five or six of those dotted across the year as well. And it will just keep building this community and this this uh, kind of, um, yeah, this following of people. Money is not the primary aim in all this. It's building this this thing. And, and I just want to be the best at what we do, you know? I've done loads of stuff. Like, I've done so many different things. I trained as a graphic designer and stuff. I worked as a chef. I worked all over the world as a chef. And I remember reading the Gordon Ramsay book and... Gordon Ramsay never set out to be loaded, set out to be the best chef. And by default, then he, he became successful. Yeah. So I think if you put everything you can, I love bodybuilding. I love competing. I love the whole world that comes with it. And then now, I mean, I strongman train now. That's what I've been doing now for the last three months. And I absolutely love strongman. I've never done it before. And I went in that gym. I'll go to a brilliant gym near me now, which I never even knew existed. And like, there's no mirrors. And it's just like really like, yeah, no mirrors at all. It's not, it's completely alien to what I was always used to, like standing there and you're in a vest in front of a mirror and all that nonsense. Yeah. But I just love the vibe of that. And and I just love training. I love all that. And I think if you put that passion of what you're into, into something like this, then it can't. And then, of course, having the right people on board like you and Strom and Supplement Needs and Explosive Ape and all these amazing brands, then please, God, it, it, I hope it won't fail, you know? Firstly, I just think, do you think as well, especially how much time you put into it? Like, I know how many hours you've already put into it. Yeah. Like, I don't think you can put that much hours into it unless you are motivated by other things. I love it. Yeah, I love I absolutely love it. Like, I said to you before I came on here, we had a phone call today off a big brand. And, like, they want to sponsor now. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you know, this is like... And it's, it's something I... If you'd asked me that a year ago, not a chance. Like, I, I had a meeting with TMP the other day. So CMP are our headline partner, and, and I went up there like a year, well, whenever it was now. It feels like a year ago, but it's probably longer. It's probably 18 months ago now. And I remember they were the first brand to say yes, and I was so nervous going into this company, and I was like, I used to buy their products years ago, and do you, do yeah. you, do you want a little stand? And they looked at each other, and they were just like, no, we want to sponsor it. Like, we, we love this. And I was like, really? And I think my confidence has grown so much in time as well about it. And, um, yeah, like the brands we've got on board, the fact that people are willing to – follow us and like us and share us and, and donate prizes to us and all that kind of stuff is just very humbling and but yeah no it's good do you feel like from like a mindset perspective with like your competing parts do you feel like it's kind of in a weird way helping you with yeah. the business side if so in what way yeah massively so I I'm not the best at every or anything like I really I know I always downplay myself I know I probably get told off for that a lot because I always people say you should build your confidence up and my business partner today actually I was having a bit of a wobble earlier because you know you get things and you you always get things derail things and he says look sit down today and he's proper like no Eamon like doesn't really he's my business partner but he doesn't really um he's not on the videos and stuff he's not based in the UK but we talk every day and he, I use him as a soundboard and everything. And we, we went to uni together years ago. We did design together. And, but he's the most Zen stoic person you've ever met. Like he's like, he meditates. He does all the stuff I don't do. He tells me off all the time for not doing stuff like that. He said, right today, you've got to write down 10 things you're proud of with FedEx. And I'm like, Oh no, I'll do, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And he's like, no, do it now. And I was like, okay. And we chat about it all the time. But I think, like I said, I'm not good at most things and stuff, but I never give up with things. So 
you know, I, I, I've died. When I lost my dad, God bless his soul, I signed up to do the London to Paris cycle the day after. Yeah. I'd never been on a bike since I was a kid, but I thought I've got to do something that, you know, shows that I care and so And I raised money for that. And then I did the Great North Run. Then I did the London Marathon. I did all of that within six months of, or within a year by the time the marathon came around of my dad dying. And I'm not a runner. And I remember running that. And that was the year before I competed. Mm. So I was heavier than the average marathon runner. I'll put it that way. Mm. So therefore my knees and my ankles were absolutely battered, but I never stopped. Like I said to myself, I'm not going to not run. I'm not going to walk. And people were like, I'll walk the last bit. I remember reading running magazines and they were like, oh, you must run at least 18 miles or 20 miles before you even think of doing a marathon. I was like, I can't do that because then I'll get skinny legs. So the most I ever ran before I did a marathon was 11 miles. Mm. But then I knew in there, in my head, I'm pointing to, yeah. I would not give up. And that's the way I've been with anything. And I did the three marathon, uh, the three mountains last year. And the reason I picked them was I did it for mental health, but I did it because I'm scared of heights. But I thought, well, I've got to do it because that's the right thing to do to get over that fear. And I didn't get over that fear because I'm still petrified, but I'm, I'm happy I achieved that. So I think when, as I went back to what I was saying about diets, like me, when I dieted, I didn't cheat. Unless I was allowed to cheat, I would cheat and I would eat whatever I was allowed to eat or whatever else. But if I apply myself to something, then I, I give it 100%. And that's why with this, I never want to look back and think I should have worked harder. And although I've got a full-time job, and although I've got a kid, and although I've got all that stuff... Don't forget the dog. And little Teddy Pickle. Yeah, I have now have a little dog. It was amazing. I can't... I, I won't give up. And I, at least I can look back and say, well, I gave it my absolute all. And I've got, like, I'll lie in bed, and I'll just wake up all, the, all night, every night. I haven't slept properly, really, for well over a year. And... I'll wake up and I'll write something down or I'll have an idea and something and, and you know, or I'll bounce that idea off someone. And, and, and I think I've done that with you as well. I've said, oh, I want to have a quick chat with you if that's okay. And you reply in four days and, and by then the idea's gone. But um, <laughs> I'm getting better. Yeah, not really, but yeah. But no, um, does that, is that answer that or did I go off on one? <laughs> right, I am getting better. Right, you've got to give it to me. So what I've done now, Darren is now pinned to the top of my WhatsApp chat. He's that priority, so I am getting better. But no, that does answer it. And I never even knew. Like, I knew you did the marathon, but I didn't know you did that many. Yeah, I raised... When Dad died, I, I remember thinking, right, I'm going to probably have to pay for the... So when you do the London-Paris cycle, which, by the way, is amazing. Like, they, we did that, and it was the most humbling experience I've ever had. And then the marathon was good, but the, the cycle was just phenomenal. And I'm not a cyclist, like, at all. I'm just, I just did it because I wanted to do it, and I've never done it, and why the hell not? Yeah. So looking back at what I've done, I'm quite proud of some of those things. But but yeah, we raised 10 grand that year and I can't believe I raised that much. But I just I'm cheeky and I keep pushing and I'm it's like the stands. You know, I thought I'll get 35 brands and then we got to 40 and then I was like, right, OK. And I still refer to on my notes on my phone the brands that I wanted. I did a podcast the other night. I'm very popular at the minute, Jazz. did a podcast the other night with uh, Evolution Training and Caitlin and yeah, and I said the same, yeah, and I said the same thing to them. And I said, like, I had this list of brands that I would love, but I'd never think I'll get. Brands that I reckon I'll be quite easy to get. And then brands that, you know, and yeah, I, I still refer to that list all the time. And, and the fact that I've now got 98, I think, is phenomenal. But yeah, so I, I do pinch myself. But at the same time, I still strive for more. And and I think if I keep putting the passion into it, the energy into it, and, and keep surrounding myself with the right people, which I am, you know, I've never done a strongman comp. I've never ran a strongman comp. I wouldn't know how to run a strongman comp other than watching Giants Live on TV and stuff. Yeah. So now I've got Ant Brown involved. And Ant Brown knows how to run strongman and strong women comp. So 
that's that box ticked. You know, Paul from uh, Life Box Events, they run the Battle of Britain every year. So now they're at, at Fit Expo and he runs for CrossFit events. So mm-hmm. I know that box is ticked and I trust him, him to be doing what he's doing. I'll add my own element to that. For example, there's ideas that I'll send to him. Well, could we do this? Could we do that? Mm-hmm. So like with the CrossFit event, we're absolutely using the the location of Liverpool and the, the history of Liverpool within it. So there'll be a run up to the Liver building and there'll be a swim through Albert Dock. Stuff that has never been done yeah, I've, I've, I've got people around me that, that know their stuff as well. And it's the same with the judging. I wanted the best judges. You know, Mike and Leisha and Josh Maley and Emma Hyman. These are people that I've worked with before, personally, previously with, with PCA and stuff. But I also, they're massively respected. Like Emma Hyman's one of the best posing coaches in the UK. So why the hell would I not want her involved? You know, you, coming back to what I said about you, you were one of the first to say yes. But also, if you are buying shoes and you are competing, whether it's with PCA and FMUK, whoever most of them are going to you. So why the hell would I not want you involved? It makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Because you get help out of it. You sell a few shoes and bits of jewellery and everything else. But also I benefit as well because you tell people about us. So that's the right way to do. We should all be in it together. You don't go to Glastonbury to watch one band. You go there to see, um, uh, you know, various ones and various singers and stuff. So why the hell would you not want to come to my thing where there's so much going on? Like, even the amount of athletes that you've, like, confirmed already is kind of crazy. Massively crazy. And I never dreamed I would be WhatsApping Fuad and Justin Compton and... Jasmine Jeffrey. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course, <laughs> obviously. But uh, I, it's just mental that I speak to Jose Raymond and, and it's like, it's just mad. Like, I'm just me. I'm nothing at all. And then these people are like, yeah, here's my number. And, like, it's just mental. Dennis Wolf was Dennis Wolf was messaging me the other day. I'm like, what? This is someone I used to stay up at four in the morning to watch him on the Olympic stage, and he's talking a little on me. Have you told him that? Uh, what? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Sometimes I do. I say, oh, they, I met you ten years ago, and I send them a picture of me all bright-eyed and probably wearing a vest at Body Power. <laughs> I love. That. I was not. I was not. By the way, I never was one of them guys that wore. Oh, you so were. Shut up. You so were. No, no, I promise. You Just a low V-neck. I used to wear. Uh, okay, that's not too bad. V. I think let's finish up with a little bit of like insight into the female categories. Obviously, I would say most people that listen to this are females and are female competitors. So give a little bit of an insight into the categories that you're going to be offering. Is it just gonna is it gonna be all those categories for every single show? Like yeah. how's it gonna work? Yeah, we actually added a class last night, would you believe? We added female physique last night at the request of it was actually from one of Tom's clients, Tom Haynes, evolution trainer. Yeah, I like Tom. I think I'm lucky as well because I was in, uh, I keep saying with them, but I was in the background. I'll say it like that with the PCA for so long. I met so many great coaches and, and of course, I'll always talk to those coaches and listen to those coaches. It makes sense. But, but I'm absolutely open to people's ideas. Someone said to me the other week, would you have a couples category? I was like, well, yeah, maybe if you want to, do a couples if if that's something that maybe down the line you, we we have enough interest in then why the hell not? But I suppose I sat down when I did this criteria probably three four months ago. I think I sent it you, I sent it to Emma Hyman, and everyone was pretty happy with it without adding much input. And then I've since changed it a little bit, changed it again last night because now we are a federation and we're not just the Strom Classic because it was all referring to that. Um, but yeah, so we've got twenty three classes. And in terms of the female, you've got everything you would expect. So I suppose if you were asking what it's the most near to, I suppose because I was with the PCA for so long, it's similar to that. 
because that's just what I'm used to and I'm not going to pretend I'm not. Mm-hmm. But then in addition to that, I also listen to the people. And for example, we've got wellness. So we added wellness because it's popular. What I had a lot as well um, was, and I always found this, which always baffled me. And I did bring this suggestion up before, but I was always told, no, it won't work, but whatever. It's my thing now, so I can do what I want. But ultimately, you have a 35-year-old lady who looks lovely, but then another girl walks on and she's 49. There's a big difference between a, that, those two ages, but they both were just masters. So, oh, they just put them in the masters category. When actually, so I've separated that out. So there are two now masters categories in age, but then there's a third masters and that's for the, for the kind of, for that person that's been training a lot longer, um, has a bit more muscle, muscle about her, has a little bit more definition, gets a bit harder and wouldn't fit in a traditional bikini class because what I found was, and I was at so many of these shows, you'd have this girl who was always like in cracking condition, you know, was full. I had a lot more tissue, but next to this bikini girl or bikini lady, they were just, they were visibly miles apart in terms of their physique. But, but actually because there wasn't that category, it's like, it's like the whole thing I say about physique. I remember doing body power a few years ago and this girl came out, PCA Korean girl. I don't know if you ever saw her phenomenal physique like she walked out and she was just stacked like she was just like and I take my hat off to girls like this like who who do do that end of the spectrum and it's very and it's very rare it's not something that you have at all shows like the bodybuilding class but you've got to take your hat off to the the work and dedication that goes into that level but because but because they didn't have a category for her how the hell can you judge her against the next category to it because she was so much different to kind of train figure for example so what do you do then? Say, for example, like if there's a couple of shows across the year where like there's maybe like I know one of my friends, Adele, did the PCA Masters and she was the only girl in Masters. So she said, OK, just put me in open because I don't want to get default first. Like if, for example, there's one show where there's not that many, like maybe there's one in the class, like will you say to them maybe just for this one, go somewhere else? Like what should I well, do? Look, yeah, so if she turns up and she's the only Masters at the show, hopefully we'll we'll do better than that we'll get more than that but but if she is then technically on paper she she is the only one so she she will potentially qualify for that finals if her body is in that is in good enough standard and obviously in the finals you'd expect there'll be a lot more however however technically for, for just I know what we used to do when I was with them was that we would just put them in more so just for the fact that they didn't have to stand out there on their own because there was Quite a lot of them didn't want to do that. And it happened multiple times. We, we went through a period where the bodybuilding classes were a little bit flat for a while at some shows. And you'd have like two bodybuilders. And so instead of having at the time, you know, class one, two, three, four, how it used to be, then it changed to kind of short, medium, tall. I've just got short, medium, tall. That's how I'm doing bodybuilding. But we would group them together. Um, but for the purposes of invite, you've got to really technically allow them to if they're if their standard is good enough it's all in the criteria anyway i do say like just come because you come first doesn't necessarily mean you get a place in the finals yeah. but it genuinely it is it is normal for uh for for, for that to happen well, that's interesting to know yeah but i mean if, if if that girl wants to absolutely be, be judged amongst the others then that's normal and that's fine but i would always check with that person first just the same as i would say look jazz i think you you know you've appealed I think you need to move into that class. I don't think you fit that class. Are you okay with that? I would never go, no, you're in, and that's that. It's yeah. not about that. No, um, 
and yeah so um one thing I liked that you took on board so from I remember when I first looked at character criteria the first thing I looked at was right what pros and shoes is he going to put on and I literally yeah. was saying to you I think I forgot what the rule was now but I remember saying to you make this process as easy as possible like yeah. I really like and I'm really, really happy you've done that because with these shoes and I say it time and time again like if you put restrictions on these shoes, A, it makes it more complicated for the competitor. Yeah. B, it sometimes restricts them into shoes which actually don't make help them showcase their best. And C, it actually creates more workload for you guys because then you might get people coming back and forth being like, will this work? Will that work? Whereas if you just say, I think it's like clear posing heels on your, you've made it very, very simple. And I think that is the key for people so they know that they don't have to buy extra stuff they can literally use everything they've got and go into your show and not have to worry about it so yeah because it's an expensive game isn't it and um you know and again you know what you're on about so i'm not going to sit there and go oh, i'll pretend or i'll have this rule if i'm gonna i'm gonna listen to you aren't i because you know what you're on about so um but yeah we want you to compete again and again and we want people to to go across to any federation we're open to everyone we really are all inclusive and we're going to be so unbiased with judging right down to the point that if that client, um, if that person on stage has got one of the judging panel who's prepping them, then they'll sit out. You know, we've got at the minute 12, a panel of 12 judges. That doesn't mean that 12 will turn up at the show. That means that I have that pool of judges to play with. It means I don't have to put the pressure on those judges to come to every show because that is a pain. And I've done it and I've been to all the shows and, and it, it takes a lot out of you. It's a lot of traveling and a lot of, you know, overnight stays and all that kind of stuff. But there will be more. Sorry, I'm just thinking in terms of competitor's head, what they'll be asking. Like, what will you do in regards to if people want feedback? Will you allow feedback? Yeah. Is there going to be a certain system? If people want to get feedback, what's, what's your plan? Of course there will. Yeah, so like, and that's part of the reason why I've got the extra judges as well. Uh, I mean, it was always the case with the PCA that if you want feedback, come back to us on the end of the night and under no circumstance whatsoever would you get feedback other than that because... And I can understand why that was, because you'd be surprised. You will get people who compete, go off, go to Nando's. And then two weeks later say, I was wearing that red bikini last week and I had long hair. Can you tell me, was I too fat, too thin, whatever? And you go, well, who the hell are you? I can't remember you because there was X amount. So I understand why they did that. I think I'll adopt a similar approach in terms of we've got an extensive judging panel. Um, we've got the extras there as well, remember. So there only has to be, you know, five judges plus at the table. So imagining at the show, I'm almost envisaging it now, and we have eight for the first show. So those two or three that are sitting back, we can use those to give that feedback. So if you you compete with us, let's, let's say, and you're not on the judging table that day, let's pretend, and you want to go out with, with, with your fellow for a meal, you don't want to come back tonight. You know, you've got your you're off, you're getting the train back in an hour, whatever, then you're going to miss out on feedback. I don't want that. So ideally, these extra couple of judges here will also be around. And I'll say all that in the athletes meeting at the beginning. So they'll be watching the show just as much. Mm. I'll be at every show. I'll be backstage at every show. I'll be doing what I feel I do best because that is where I feel my strengths are. I was always good at preparing people and getting people ready and, and comfortable before they went on. Mm. And I like to be busy as well. I don't want to just sit and watch it. So I think those extra couple of judges will give the feedback there and then, but then we'll also most likely have a platform where if you do want to give feedback, as long as it's back within a week or something, we'll, we'll be cool with that. Cool. No, that's good to know. So I think from an overview, I think there's bikini, figure, 
wellness yeah we have see. got every um got them all here haven't i so bikini what? junior bikini oh. bikini trained when i say this as well bikini i'm putting it like that there will be bikini tour bikini short and all that but as it stands at the minute i'm a normal guy i don't know how many people are going to compete for us i'm hoping we're going to get 100 per show that's the goal but i'm also not stupid and it's the first year and everything else so so i'll be comfortable with 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 so many coming for the first one so we will split the categories, of course, as, as it goes on. Bikini, junior bikini, bikini train. We actually added bikini first-timers as well. That's the only class, other than bodybuilding first-timers, I've actually added a first-timers class. That's good, because sometimes it's quite limited. Yeah. For how many yeah. And again, and you know yourself, it's like that, someone put a meme up the other day, didn't they, uh, about when you go, when the bikini class are on next and and, and then you realise there's about a 1,000 of them get out of a car. You saw that the other day. And it's like, they are normally big classes, as are the physique guys. So to have a first-timers for that, I think makes sense. We have wellness, as we talked about. We have Bikini Masters 35. We have Bikini Masters 40. We've got ladies' figure classes of tone figure, athletic figure, train figure. And then we've added the women's physique class as well for the bodybuilder ladies. And, and I know that's not a big class. And I know there'll be shows where there isn't any. But at the same time, there is a community of those in the UK. And why the hell not? Because at the minute, they don't really have a space to go. Last question. Say someone's like a first-timer. Can they do on the same show? Two. With, um, yeah. Yes. So two classes per show max. Good. Yeah. So you register 35 quid. Your second class then. I think I put it there. I think I did it today. I think you get two for 49, I think. That's decent. Yeah. No membership year one. Yeah. So we want you to compete year one. And also... Again, I was on the phone about this today with uh, we're doing a new website as well, which will be ready by next week. But yeah, no membership fee. When we do have a membership fee, it won't be high at all. And it will also include something free. So probably a T-shirt or something, something that, that's a bit, you know, makes you feel a little bit more welcome. So it's not about just getting your, your money. It's about kind of giving back a little bit. Um, but yeah, we are. This is an interesting one. I haven't spoke to you about this because I haven't sent you this, but. I always found as well with makeup and with tanning and all that, it was all right. It's okay. But there's a lot of oh, email. Have you got a space for tanning or email? Can I have, can I have my makeup done and stuff? We are building a site that will be nice and clean and slick where you can actually book on like you are booking in to get your nails done or your hair done. And it will all be nice and clean. And then you'll get an email back and you'll have your appointment and stuff. So it's all, that's all being built now. So it'll just look nicer. We've got some really good girls doing the makeup. We've got Haley, we've got Georgia. Right. We've got, yeah, yeah, exactly. So and and we've got stuff that no one else has got. So I always found with the guys that you'll get a guy come on and they look amazing from the neck down, and then and then you look at them and you think, well, you haven't even put anything in your hair, mate. What are you doing? Or or they were scruffy looking or whatever. And I'd be like, sort that out. So we've got a barber backstage as well. And he'll be just going around doing like little beard trims and little fades and stuff for people at a massively low price. And it's just there. And you know what? I don't know if he'll do two cuts a day or 10 cuts a day. But the point is, it's there if you want it. It's just something different. We're going to have goodie bags for all the shows. I'm trying to get the best goodie bags we can have. The secret I told you earlier, hopefully we'll be there at every show. So that'll be super different and super cool. And then we've got loads of brands as well who who kind of like sub brands that want to come in and and do some stuff as well. So Georgia, we spoke to spoke to Georgia Rose the other week, and she'll be sponsoring some of the bikini categories. So for example, you know you win the ladies overall, and you will also get this bikini ready for the finals. So that cuts your cost down massively as well. 
Yeah. Um, and yeah, stuff like that. There'll be there'll be various traders at each of the shows as well, whether they're foodstuffs or clothing brands or whatever else. So we'll have three or four brands at each show as well. And then the FedEx finals is booked in back in Liverpool. As you can hear, I'm not from Liverpool, but the reason we've done that is just so it comes full circle. Yeah. And it's for, I think it's the 17th or the 19th of October. So just a couple yeah. of things that next year that well, keep you busy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, really excited. We've announced the Welsh today. And then I have one, two, three more to announce. They will be at the back end of the summer. So once that last one's done, which is the one I put today, Welsh 19th, there's a break then. Yeah. And then they just start again, as they all do. The same with NABRA and PTA and everyone else. They start again in about September time. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like I said, the finals the following year. People have said, is it going to have a pro card? Is there going to be IFPB? Yeah, I'd like to think we're going to have our own pro card. Yes. Are we affiliated with anyone? No, we are ourselves. We are our own federation. Will we be in the future? Who knows? I don't know. I think for any competitor, like, it's a cool time to get involved with you guys because there's no, yes, there's a criteria, but this it's still got so much, like, manoeuvring. So mm. it's not a case, like, you have to come in, like, a, a, exactly a certain way. Like, there's so much, like, leeway, which I think is quite cool from the competitor. So, yeah. I, I think get involved with federations that I want to compete with. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> Maybe you can. You can still compete. Like, I mean, we, um, you know yourself, like, Emma Hyman... It was a judge for the PCA and then she she won a pro card with the PCA and rightfully so, she looked amazing. And then she went off and she got her IFBB card and she's she had an amazing... I remember when she won that pro show and she looked phenomenal. And I mean, she's always in shape anyway, but she's, you know, and Kayla did PCA and Dean White is their head one of their judges and and he um, he is a, he, he competes. And so you absolutely can. You just obviously, you know, there will be no bias with us. I'll tell yeah, you that much. Yeah. If you go out on stage and you are not lean enough, then you ain't getting called out. So damn it, it's fine. Usually, my issues is that I like, I can't really. I'm either too lean or not lean enough. So if we'll if see. Anything, if anything, really, you'll probably be judged harsh, more harsh, won't you? Because you're you're always going to get someone saying, "Oh, she's with she's with FedEx." So well, I might add it to the calendar. We'll see. I've still got to decide for my stuff for next year, but it'll be yeah, all good. One more question, and it's how I end every single one, and I can't wait for your answer. What makes you not just Bikini Girl, Darren? What the hell does that mean? So usually like, people say something like about themselves that people don't, like it makes you not just a bodybuilder or not just a fitness person. Like it has to be something which is completely outside of fitness about you. Oh, God. Like, like a random fact? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, you've stumped me. I should have told you before. Like like something I like doing or just a fact about me that no one knows? Anything. I died three times, once. What? Yeah, I flatlined. Uh, uh, yeah, I did after a heart operation. I've had a heart, I've had open heart surgery, so I've got a big scar on my chest. And oh, my God. I, yeah, I flatlined. And for uh, 14, I, I go to the hospital every six months. I have an MRI every six months, and I hate it. I'm petrified of enclosed spaces. And, yeah, but yeah, that's a fact about me. I that suppose. is definitely a fact. It makes you not just a bikini girl. Love it. I'm going to leave it there, but, but I'm going to leave Darren's Instagram and new f- website, which will be up, and also the criteria as well. But yeah, any questions that you guys have got? I know some of you started asking me um, a couple of questions, which I'm more than happy to help. And obviously, Darren is all ears as well. But thank you so much, Darren, for coming on. Hope you have enjoyed it. Thank you. Will I get loads of follows now? Maybe. Who knows?
Yeah. Find out. Everyone go follow Darren for me. Thank you. Bye. Yeah.